Welcome to Growth Over Easy, the podcast where we explore the depths of life with an optimistic lens. I'm your host, Lily Rachels, and I believe pain has the potential to produce more growth than happiness ever could. I teach you how to grow through grief and give you actionable tools you can start using today. It's time to choose growth over the easy path in life. Let's grow together. Welcome to this solo sode. This one might be a little bit longer than my typical solo episodes. I was going to have an episode with a guest on today, but I decided to do one of those cleanup programs on my computer, and it seems I deleted the episode. So I'll be re-recording that because it was awesome guest, and I really want you to hear the episode with her. But today, instead, you just get yours truly. And I want to talk about optimism. I am a self-proclaimed optimist, and I've had pushback before because sometimes optimism gets lumped into the category of toxic positivity. Positivity, happiness, those are different than being optimistic. So you can feel happy and feel positive, but it's a feeling. Optimism, I believe, is a way of life. It's a belief that the future is going to be better. On-site workshops here in Nashville posted something on their Instagram the other day I want to read to you. Both optimism and anxiety require us to imagine something that hasn't happened yet. If we have the ability to worry about the future, it also means we have the ability to imagine a better one. I really enjoyed reading that because I think it hits the nail on the head that if you're worrying about something, you're already projecting a future or imagining a future that you think is going to come to fruition onto something. So you're already looking for the future to be something. And if you have that ability, if you're able to do that, if you can worry, like most of us are very capable of worry, you're also capable of being optimistic. I watched a video last week of Michael J. Fox, and he said, optimism is sustainable through gratitude. The secret ingredient to having an optimistic outlook in life is gratitude. And when we look for gratitude, even in the suckiest of situations, we're able to hold that belief and imagine a better future. I'm really passionate about a gratitude practice, but I like to be very intentional and specific about how I go about it. Because I found if you start making a list of all the things you think you should be grateful for, that typically brings on shame, guilt, anxiety, and a lot of uncomfortable emotions that I don't know about you, but I do not like to feel. So instead of making that list of all these things that you should be grateful for, this is how I do a gratitude practice. I write down something that happened in the last 24 hours that I enjoyed, I appreciated, or maybe I even witnessed that I was like, that's pretty freaking cool. I write down how I felt when this event occurred, and where I felt that feeling in my body. And if you struggle to identify feelings in your body, think back to a time where you felt a lot of sadness or anger. Sometimes it's easier to access that bodily feeling of an emotion when it's an uncomfortable emotion. And then once you make that connection, start to think about, well, what about joy? How does joy show up for me? How does gratitude show up for me? How does enthusiasm show up for me in my body? So what you're doing with this practice is, again, it's in the last 24 hours, you're remembering something that you liked 
And then you're attaching that feeling to it. Maybe it was happiness. Maybe it was joy. Maybe it was appreciation. Maybe you were like, it was just really kind that I saw that happen. And then you're noticing how it shows up in your physical body. And what will happen is your RAS, your reticular activating system in your brain, is going to go, oh, you want more of this. We're going to start to filter for this because you're being very intentional in thinking about it. So then that unconscious part of your mind is filtering your environment for more of those little nuggets of gratitude. And Heidi B., who I had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, she calls it joy spotting. That when she was going through a really dark time of her life, she would literally go out, she'd go for a walk in her community and make herself look for little bits of joy. Maybe it would be kids swinging on the swing set or people talking to each other or a rainbow or a sunset, whatever it was, she was intentionally telling her mind, we're going to start looking for joy. We're going to look for the good. That's what this gratitude practice will do for you. You'll start to find those little nuggets of gratitude. And those nuggets of gratitude is what makes having an optimistic outlook sustainable. I am not prescribing to anyone to try to be happy all the time. Sometimes life really sucks. People die, people leave, you lose your job. Sometimes you just feel not great. Like life is not all rainbows and butterflies, but I truly believe, I have that optimistic bone in my body, I truly believe that things will get better when they are dark. When things are bad, when things are down, even though I'm in that pit of grief or despair, there's a part of me that says, it's going to get better. And you can train yourself to have that outlook. You can train yourself to say, this is going to get better. It's not going to stay this way. I don't have to stay stuck in this. I'm going to feel these emotions. I'm going to feel the uncomfortable, but I'm not going to set up camp and live here for the rest of my life. And I'm not going to, in the words of Jason Mraz, worry my life away. Another area that's really useful to use this gratitude practice that I described is in your relationships. I have found that when you start to get frustrated about something with a partner, or this could be a relationship with your child or a friend or a coworker, whoever the person is, when you start to get into this cycle of like, oh, they did something that frustrated you and you think about it, right? you start to notice something else they did that frustrates you. And it builds. It's the snowball effect. It's like one little thing leads to another, leads to another, to another. And pretty soon you have this huge snowball of frustration just rolling through your relationship with this person. And that's when, at least for me in romantic relationships, I start to question things like, why am I with him? What am I doing? Do I really want this? And I've allowed this snowball effect of frustration to just take over the situation. So you can stop that by dropping into gratitude. Notice something you appreciate about your child, about your partner, about your job, about your boss, about your mom, whoever it is that you're currently feeling this frustration for, and let that snowball instead. A lot of times we have these issues that get so big in our minds that in reality, they're not that big, but we let our heads start to attach a story to it. And as we create the story and the story gets bigger and messier, we find more and more little clues to support our story. As humans, we do this all the time, whether it's with, you know, the way we eat or political views, you can find information out there to support 
pretty much whatever you want to believe in. You really can. Like, there's so much on the internet today. If you want to believe something and you want to feel supported by that or by, you know, information surrounding that, it's out there. You can find it. So the same is true when it comes to your relationship. If you focus on being frustrated at your partner, I guarantee you will find so many things to be frustrated about. But if you focus on gratitude, leaning into love, all the good things about your partner, you are going to find so many great things. Quick caveat, if you're in a relationship with someone who is abusive or a diagnosable narcissist, I strongly encourage you to seek support so that you can exit that situation. But if you're looking to improve your relationship, if you're looking to lean into a more optimistic way of thinking, start with gratitude. Because as Michael J. Fox said, with gratitude, optimism is sustainable. I hope this helps. I hope you have a beautiful week. If you want more, I'm at Lily Rachels on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, even though I don't post there so much anymore, but I'm still there. So you can get more of that. If you want to get even more involved with me, I am starting my next course in March. It's all about creating connection through effective communication in your relationships. We're going to go deep. We're going to dive into your childhood blueprint. We're going to get really curious around other people's perspectives. And yes, we're going to go into some really great how-tos and communication tools as well. I'd love to have you if you're interested in that. Drop me an email, lily at lilyrachels.com. All that info will be in the show notes. Have a great week. That's it for this episode of Growth Over Easy. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also, make sure to link up with me at lilyrachels.com. I'm Lily Rachels across all social platforms. Please just share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Until next time, remember, easy is empty, growth is gold.